Hi, this is Dr. Andrew Hahn, and this is the 30th podcast of our podcast, uh, Guided Self-Healing, Fearless Living. And today is October 31st, uh, 2021. And uh, I have not been around for a while because we've been finishing our book and we just finished uh, the last edit of our book that we've sent in. And what I will say is next time <laughs> I try writing a over 300 page book with my partner in this journey, I think we'll take like a long retreat and just write the book because trying to write the book while living your life is a very interesting experience, which I would not recommend to people, but we're all done now and uh, really excited about it. So if you're interested in reading, the book comes out on February 22nd. It's called The One Hour Miracle. And uh, it's really uh, it's uh, about the one hour miracles because we get some one hour miracles. And uh, what is a miracle really? It's really becoming more free. So people come in for symptom relief and then what they find is they'll get things that might seem somewhat miraculous around symptom relief. And then they find that what they're really looking for is freedom to be able to be present in every moment. And that the symptom that got them into therapy really was just a doorway that opened to a whole new world and a whole new possibility. And that perhaps when they are you know, going through all of the automatic ways they've been comfortable in life and they start to challenge those ways, they can remember what it was like in the beginning when life said, we can uh, give you some relief so that you can uh, keep that with you as a gift on your journey, which truly is a journey to remember, which is sort of what we say the book alchemically transforms into from the one hour miracle to a journey to remember. Um, so if you wanna buy the book, you can do that. It is gonna come out on Amazon on you know, it's going to come out on the 22nd and you can pre-order it on Amazon or you can pre-order it from Simon & Schuster also. And of course, we would deeply appreciate that. I think you'll find it interesting. This <clears throat> podcast, I want to talk about how it is that I have come to, uh, when I've worked with clients, um, they say, you know, what they what we realize is that can't be re-traumatized. And I wanna tell you uh, a session that happened recently that really underscored it. And <clears throat> the key again is one thing, which is that when you're traumatized, whatever the trauma is, you lose perspective and you get stuck in that moment, you could say and you relive it and you're resourced like whoever you were in that moment, whether it's a one-year-old you, as is in this case I'm about to tell you, or you from another lifetime or one of your ancestors or whoever you are, you get stuck there and you start identifying with the one who's stuck and you lose all perspective. And we talked about this before when we talked about, you know, <clears throat> you know, uh, person who's in my office and a motorcycle backfires and they uh, fall onto the floor screaming 
you know, don't kill me or something. And uh, we realize, of course, that nothing's happening in the present moment, but they're reliving something from when they were a soldier in Afghanistan. And uh, if we can help them gain perspective and say, this is the present moment and you're just identifying with someone else right now. And if you can choose to do that, then you become the witness who's bearing witness, the one who's doing the choosing and bearing witness and holding the one who is traumatized. You no longer identify with that. It's like, again, be, being an actor who's choosing to fully enroll themselves in a play or a movie or a novel. And when they're in it, they fully experience being in it, but they also remember that they're the one who chose to be there, at which point they're free because they no longer identify with it. And then what they'll say is, I'm remembering this horrific thing that happened, but it's not who I am. Now, people say that uh, you can't do very early horrific trauma work without uh, resourcing clients. And I'd like to share with you while I, while I think that that is valid in certain forms of therapy and uh, understandable, it may not be valid if you work in a different way. And I'm gonna give you a very simple example of what I'm talking about. So I had a woman who was in her 60s she came in and she'd been coming in for a few sessions and something that had happened in the prior session uh, triggered her into a dream. And in the dream, which was very vivid, she was one year old and she was being incested by a grandfather. And uh, when she had that dream and she woke up, she was in terror and panic that had lasted for a couple of days. And she tried to reach me and I said I would uh, do a session with her as quickly as possible. And um, it was a very rich session that had many, many different elements to it, but I'm gonna focus on one little element. And from this element, show you why it is that you can't be re-traumatized if you know what you're doing and why it is that we always wanna listen in the literal and that everything is part of the process. So I'm gonna focus on one very small part of this session. And what happened is that she was telling me about this dream and I asked her what was happening in the body. And uh, she said that she wasn't feeling anything. And I said, where in the body are you feeling? You're not feeling anything. And she said, this is funny, but I'm feeling it in my belly. And when she brought her attention to her belly, she started to feel a lot. Um, and suddenly, you know, she said that she was feeling the sensation. And I said to her, bring all of your attention to the sensation in belly. You're going to bring so much attention to it that you're going to become it from the inside out. And she started screaming at me. Like, and she truly believed that she was this woman in her 60s uh, who was screaming at Andy Han in 2021. And she's screaming, I don't wanna do this. I can't do this. Don't make me do this. And uh, she was believing that she was saying to me, 
in the present moment, I am not going to do what you're inviting me to do. And when she said those three lines, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. Don't make me do this. When she had already brought her attention to the discomfort in belly, which at this point was very uncomfortable. Uh, I said, yes, that's right. And then I was a little educational. I said, you think that you're you in the here and now as a 60 year old woman, but really as soon as you chose to bring your awareness to the to discomfort in belly, you were this one year old girl who was being incested by a grandfather. And um, so I asked her if right now, having realized that she felt different, and she did, she felt profoundly different. She said, I feel way better, but uh, I feel now like I'm two and I'm walking away. So I'm gonna tell you about the next part of all of this because um, what she had said when she started the session was his grandfather, she always had seen him with this virulent malevolent smile. She'd seen photographs of him and always was unbelievably freaked out. But while she's having the memory of this incest, what struck her, but she didn't make the connection, was that after the incest occurred, um, and I'm not gonna go into the details of the incest, he was kind to her. And um, what I was able to say to her at that point was, um, it seemed to me she was describing two very different grandfathers. One who even though was incesting her was kind to her and one was the one who had this malevolent virulent smile on his face that looked demonic. And we were able to ascertain that really her grandfather who had also been incested, it could became clear, um, was uh, really, you could say was, uh, overtaken and that this demonic force got inside of him during that incest and he couldn't fight it. But when he, the incest got complete, somehow who he was underneath it came out, who was a kind man. And uh, the reason this woman realized this was that um, when I pointed out this difference between how she described him as kind versus this virulent, malevolent, smiling, sadistic person, she said, it's really quite stunning. And at that point, she saw herself as a two-year-old girl, but she said, um, I'm now two and I'm walking and not just in a fetal position rocking, but I feel broken, I feel dirty, and I feel marred for life all the way through my soul. And it became clear that the part of her that felt that way was in fact taken over herself by this demonic energy that had scarred her soul for life. And that was a different order of problem. So she felt that scarring. And then she said, I know what I need to do to take care of this. I need green light. And when she started channeling the green light, she said, that's not enough. But when she started channeling the green light, she said, I'm now seeing Saint Germain and the violent light of Saint Germain. And she said, the violent light of Saint Germain, uh, the violet light is handling it. And this horrific dark black 
lava-like energy is changing. And she said, you know, now I can vomit it out. And she could vomit it out. And she said, while that was happening, there was this golden light that came in all on its own. And after a very short period of time, she said, I just feel done. She said, I've not felt this way before. That whole thing took about 20 minutes. And um, she got in touch with me a couple of days later and said that she felt profoundly different. So what I want to reiterate again for all of you is that as soon as you're always, life is always revealing things to us. Let's just say it that way. And if we can choose to be the one who chooses to be uh, in relationship to what's being revealed and bearing witness to it and holding that one, we'll be free. And even when she hadn't realized that was going on, because I asked her to bring her attention to the sensation, and then she starts screaming at me, don't make me do this, I don't want to do this, I can't do this. Of course, that wasn't her. And as soon as I could point that out to her and say, really, that was this one-year-old you, she suddenly got it. And that part was done. The physical incest was just out of her body. Just by that, it didn't need any other practices like emotional freedom technique, if you know it, or EMDR, if you know it, or any, or chakra healing, or any of the other things one might do, if you know this world, just being able to bring her witness function and bear witness and hold the young infant was enough to transform the energy in the body. And just to bring the attention then to the slightly older one who is now walking, but was feeling marred for life and sending her this green, then violet, then golden energy was enough to transform that. And people say, well, how could this happen in a moment? And I said, well, if the trauma can happen in a moment, why can't the healing happen in a moment? All you have to do is find out the crystallizing moment and choose become the sensation associated with it, and you're free. Now, not only we find that out in this session, we found out how it played out through generations, coming into her generation and even going forward, and how this had gotten played out over and over and over again in ways that she had been blind to until she was able to see this. And this led to hope that not only would this heal for her, but would heal for all the people who've been incested in the line, and anything that was being carried further on down through her own children. And uh, all of this can happen in a very short period of time, at least in my experience, that's so. So I wanna thank you for listening to this. And um, again, uh, I welcome your comments. I know that what I'm saying is not state of the art in what is current psychology. So I can only tell you in my experience it's so. Uh, um, you don't have to titrate things. You don't have to uh, take years preparing yourself. You don't have to go in and come out. You just have to choose to experience what's here right now. And notice again, we didn't regress the 60-year-old client to being age one. The one-year-old was here as a body sensation. And all we have to do is choose to bring our awareness to that sensation 
And then we become that sensation by choice, which means we become the one-year-old by choice, but this time holding her from a whole different place so that we can experience that we've had her experience, but she isn't who we are. So my dear friends, you can do this for yourself whenever you're suffering, if you can remember to find the body sensation associated with the discomfort, choose to bring all your awareness to it and choose to become that from the inside out like an actor who's playing a role. And then whatever you say, whatever you do is the remembering of what happened. The remembering meaning, bringing it back so that you are made whole again, you are remembered, you are integrated, you become healed, you become whole. That's the way you do it. It's not very complicated. Um, at least not in my experience, it's not very complicated. And then it's just a question of finding out the exactly best thing to work on and if necessary to find out where it crystallized because everything else is just gonna be an echo. So my dear friends, having said that, I wish you well doing your own healing work. And if there's something like this where you can't hold it yourself because it's very difficult, that's why we have life-centered therapy practitioners who can hold you while you hold whatever it is that is the place where, you, where something couldn't be handled. So you can master it and be free. So again, we, I welcome, welcome, welcome your comments, your questions. If you try this for yourself, I'd love to know how it works for you. And just remember, become the sensation and then everything you say is literally their story. It's literally their story. So try it and, uh, but if it's something very difficult like this, you know, try it with somebody who's trained in this modality. And uh, I think you'll find that you can be held in it and you can become free. So you're not reliving and being run by what was done to you. And in that way, you can be free. So whoever did this terrible thing to you or whatever terrible thing happened to you, it's just one more experience. They don't win. So if you want to reach me, A-H-A-H-N at lifecenteredtherapy.com. And of course, our website is lifecenteredtherapy.com. And if you want to do our online training, you can just find out about it by going to geogo.readyforamiracle.net backslash free dash training. So it is again, geo.readyforamiracle.net backslash free hyphen training. And you will find out all about our online training. And anyone can do the online training. All you have to do is have an open mind and an open heart and a desire to be free and to serve others in life. So until our next time, again, my name is Andy Hahn, and I wish you freedom, healing, and a deep sense of presence. 
in an appreciation of all of the mysteries and miracles of life, particularly when we're feeling like it's not so miraculous, it's just too much. I wish you well. Goodbye.